You've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. You already know, truly appreciate each and every one of y'all. I ain't even got to tell you that, man. I feel it in my heart for y'all. Just... It don't even matter. Not in attendance, but just for tuning in. I truly appreciate everybody. Um, With that being said, I've been away. You know what I mean? Just grinding. Definitely been working my ass off, working on things. Definitely trying to progress in life. Doing some card breaks. Not going to fuck around. Not going to lie. Been doing a lot of trading cards. Um, Definitely investing my time there and my knowledge in that situation. Should probably be paying more attention to the NBA draft and who's actually got a chance of being hot, depending on what team they went to. Um, But... Haven't been studying much on that, thank goodness, because I ain't got no more money to spend on no damn cards. But with that being said, man, cards, cards, cards. I just had one show up actually right now. I'll get into that later, get into that later, because I got a whole stack of them over there. I do want to jump into a whole little cards episode, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. But with that being said, cards, cards, cards. Oh, man, I love them, I love them, I love them. I've always been a collection guy. For those that don't know my tragic story about when I finally got my childhood cards back about a year ago, maybe two years ago, and they were completely left outdoors, covered in mold. I'm talking about twenty, thirty thousand dollars easy, but we ain't talking about that. Um, that's heartbreak because my dad was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've had them. I've been waiting for you to come back for them." I was like, "What?" And he was like, "They're right there on the side of the house, inside that bag." And I was like, "What?" But uh, oh man, my heartbreak's just thinking about it. UFC 288, man, I got to jump back to that real quick just because it was a damn masterpiece. I got it. I got it. I got to give it to Dana. I got to give it to the guys, man. Y'all put one hell of a card together, and I do mean that just because I like the wide variety. It started off hot having knockouts with Holmes and Hawes. I mean, it was going down. You had Braxton Smith and uh, Porter, Parker Porter. He went and demolished Braxton Smith, especially after that fatigue hit in. Um, Who else we had? Straw weight belt, man, we, you had the boring fight. That's why I mean, amazing card. It was all in there, man. This is like a Neapolitan shake. If y'all didn't know, you can get those at in and out Shout out to all my California people. Boring ass fight at the straw weight. Uh, Marina Rodriguez versus Verna Jago, but I don't know who the hell that is. But that shit was boring, man. I'm not going to lie. Super boring fight. Just super grapple versus uh, stand up. And it was... It was bad, man. It was a it was a bad fight. Um, Verna definitely clearly did not have the hands to stand with Rodriguez. Um, it didn't look good when she was standing, which is definitely going to keep her from ever being a star like Amanda Nunes is, at least I believe. With that being said, Rodriguez threw, looked like she could probably throw some hands but had no grappling answer for what Verna was bringing at her. Um, if you ask me what's next, I really don't care for either of these individuals. I can let them both go for all I'm concerned. Um, Verna, I just don't, I'm not into the grappling um, with that lack of finishing power. I mean, it was a decision, three rounds, five minutes, and she was just on top, not even striking, not demolishing, not abusing. Just didn't have it, did not have it. With that being said, enough of that because that was pathetic, but the rest of the card was so solid beside Mr. Gracie, but we'll get to that. Oh, man, I got to go. Um, Chaos Williams versus Rolando Badoda. 
one hell of a fight, man. Close fight, split decision. Williams fought through fatigue, man. Huge power. I mean, he's just throwing bangers. Badoya was sharp. I mean, decent head movement. That dude was going. It was, I mean, beautiful fight. Just a beautiful fight. I'm not going to spend too much time on that because, man, Kennedy Najewski, I don't know how you put that shit, but, man, that dude versus Devin Clark, one hell of a fight. Kennedy was holding it down. Very solid performance. Um, Clark rocked Kennedy in the first round. Kennedy held solid, came back. First career submission win by Mr. Kennedy in the second round with two minutes and 28 seconds. Man, one hell of a performance. That was a banger. Devin Clark was definitely accumulating damage there at the end and got got caught with that neck out. You know what I mean? Kennedy, He who do you want to see him against next? I should have done more research on that, but I really don't care who he's against. I am interested. So that dude alone sells me the fight. Take note of that, Dana. Take note. And Kennedy, let me just give you a... Because you created that, sir. Your performances were on point. With that being said, time out on point. Drew Dober finally knocked out after I don't know how many years it's been since I, I, they lights out, man. Lights out by Matt Frivola. Matt Frivola, solid performance, sir. Um, that was a banger. I truly appreciate it. Loved watching it. Is that longevity of a career? I don't know, man. If he can keep it up, he's one hell of. I mean, he's gonna make it. it we're all gonna know his name because. That was a Dustin Poirier type uh, performance. You know what I mean? Just showed the ability to take a punch and also the ability to deliver. I know it was the first round, but four minutes in, he took some shots and he was he had pinpoint accuracy. Man, he was on point. I would say a little Poirier performance. That, that's that's awesome because Poirier is, I mean, he, he's going down as one of the top. Top twenty for sure, all time. Um, especially for that weight class, we we could we could go. I would say top twenty, maybe all time, maybe maybe not, because he never hit that championship level like that. I don't know, but one hell, I love watching his fights. Love watching Gaethje fight. Uh, both of them will go down like Shoney Carter. You know what I mean? I loved watching Shoney Carter. I love watching Crazy Horse, and not always gonna win, but man, those I love those performances, man. I love them. I love them. I love them. Cron Gracie, Cron Gracie, however you want to call it. Versus uh, Charles Jourdain. Charles Jourdain whooped his ass. Boy, that was trash. That was a 1990s performance. When I said this fight card had it all, I meant it had this side too. Because this was... The Gracie name was ashamed. It should be. Um, it reminds me of the worst fight I've ever seen with Sakuraba versus a Gracie at the LA Coliseum. And it was just boring. It was ass. It was. It was so... Pathetic, man. I remember screaming things that I would not scream today just out of respect. Um, I was a young, young teenager. You know what I mean? We definitely rolled out there in my little red Honda Civic. I was riding, you know what I mean, holding it down. But garbage performance. Uh, Cron Gracie followed it up. Trash performance. I mean, he couldn't. He's laying on his back chasing the dude around. We haven't seen that in years. Um, Everything he was trying to do was just pull him down into guard, trying to get him to the ground. That was it was not a good performance. He was definitely outclassed and solid performance performance by Jordan. I mean, you gotta give it to him, man. That was that was beautiful. Next one, and I'm really rooting for this guy, was Mavzar Enliov. I guess I, I hope I pronounced it right because I just bought one of his rookie cards online. Woo woo, what's up, what's up? Strange ass rookie card, by the way. Oh, but his let, let me not. You know, I'm gonna jump into the rookie card just because the performance deserves all the attention it gets. 
This rookie card is weird because typically there's a, a signature and all of his rookie cards have the same signature. And it's just one motion. I believe it's his last name. With that being said, I found this one card and it was the only one on eBay. And I looked through probably 100 cards that have been sold with this autograph, ones that have sold or will sell. It's the only card that I found like this and it has the solid signature like all the others, but it has something above it. It, it Looks like an L to me because it looks like cursive with something jib, 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 real quick. You know what I mean? But his name doesn't ha- start with an L. There's definitely an L in it after the EV, but I, I don't know because I don't know the language. Maybe it's his first name, but very strange signature. I'll post this online when as soon as it arrives just because, man, it's it's very intriguing to me. I'm very interested, you know, on what it is. Um, Back to the fight. One hell of a performance. I think he jumped up to 17-0 and 0 now, I believe, against... Diego Lopez, and I want to take nothing away from that gentleman. I'm going to say that 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 warrior, man. I, I don't know if he's a gentleman, but he's a damn warrior. I believe he trains with, uh, shit, what's her name? That female fighter, uh, Alexa Grasso, I believe he trains with. I think his her grappling coach, possibly, or jiu-jitsu coach. Either way, Diego Lopez, one hell of a performance. UFC debut, short notice. 21 and 6 after, but give the dude his money, man. That was an amazing performance. Loved watching it. Um, the dude was willing to stand up. I don't think he was, you know, the better stand up, but totally willing, devoted. And once it hit the ground, man, that dude can, he's just a fighter. He's a warrior. He could fight off his back. I mean, it was a beautiful match to watch. I enjoyed every second of it. Mavzar, like I said, I'm invested in him. I, I think that he's going to go places, but. Holy shit, man. Diego Lopez, that was one hell of a fight. Um, Mavzar, like I said, I'm invested in you. I'm still invested in you. I think you're going to go far. Diego Lopez, I can't wait till you have a rookie card, bro. I'm buying it. I'm invested. Um, Beautiful, beautiful performance. Loved everything about it. Oh, man. This one, this one does hurt my heart, though. I'm not going to lie. Jessica Andrade. Great fight. Banger. I mean, it went two minutes, but it was one hell of a two minutes. Yon Nexian, there you go. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, but Yon, man, beautiful performance. Huge knockout over Andrade. Everybody knows Andrade is not easy to knock out. She definitely, she's up there, man. She fights her ass off. She gets up to the championship level all the time. I mean, 24 and 11, but man, she's just, her track record is amazing. Um, Jessica Andrade, as, as tough a warrior as they come, and she went night-nights. I mean, Yon just packs a punch. I hear that they're talking about uh, Wei Li versus Yon in China. I mean, that would be huge. I would love to see it. Not sure what the card would, you know, comprise of. I'm sure, man, I'm sure you can make a banger out there, Um, especially with that as a headline. It's already, I mean, that's going to be huge. And UFC, I mean, they get over there. It's game over. With that being said, next fight. Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad. I said Bilal. Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. Um, Such a boring fight. Um, Gilbert Burns, my heart goes out to him. I know he at least would have given us a performance had his shoulder not gone out. Um, Again, I think it's needless to say, once Muhammad wins, you know it's a decision. Uh, the dude has two finishes in the last 15 fights. Let, let, me, let me go back to that. Bilal Muhammad has two finishes in his last 15 bouts. 
Don't be mad at me, sir. You earned that shit. That, I mean, I got into, and I'm not going to say I got into, I just commented something when somebody said, Bilal Muhammad, I don't know why, you know, for people to say he's boring, they just don't know fighting. Two out of the last 15 fights is boring. That's like a 13% ratio. I don't, I didn't actually do the math. I'm just going off the top of my head, so don't be mad at me, but that's like 13% finish rate. That is pathetic. Um, there's nothing about his style that was very entertaining. He fought a one-armed Gilbert Burns who hurt his, injured his arm on a takedown. And I say injured, I mean it was a catastrophic injury. Um, I saw the list of injuries. He finally released it the other day, and it is looking bad. He's going to be out for some time. It sucks because he was just doing a turnaround fight, trying to stay active, and that shoulder's done for. He's going to be out for a while. With that being said, Bilal Muhammad failed to put him away. A one-armed Gilbert Burns after five rounds. Gilbert Burns definitely deserves that rematch. When he gets it back together, I hope he smashes Muhammad. Um, With that being said, Muhammad, he does a lot of social media. That's the only place you're really going to find him exciting because in the cage, great fighter. I'm taking nothing away from this guy. He's got, you know, great skill set, but he's not entertaining. He, he, he lacks the entertainment, especially right now. Um, I mean, you could look at the next fight, Aljamain Sterling, same way. He doesn't really, not really big knockouts at the same time. We have, you know, it, it's been rinse and repeat. We already know the formula for longevity. Sometimes that is how you do it. You can look at Randy Couture and people like him the most. No, but is he one of the best ever? Yes, definitely, especially according to the records. He kept fighting just tackle him to the ground and just be a bear. I mean, that that's how you do it. Um, with that being said, Bilal Muhammad definitely threw a lot of kicks, definitely threw some kicks at the body. I mean, could he just failed to take advantage of Gilbert Burns at all. Gilbert could only throw a right hand, a couple kicks. I mean, trooped it out though. A lot of heart showed by Gilbert Burns. I do want to give a huge shout out to him. I mean, just cause most people, like I said, Bilal is a is he's he's a good fighter. He's never he's not a good entertainer, but he's a good fighter. So just to be able to survive five rounds with one arm, I mean that that speaks volumes. With that being said, it speaks volumes about Bilal too. Um, two of his last fifteen, and this dude had one arm. I mean it, it's it's really disappointing. Um, what with that being said, keep winning. You will make your way up there. But Dana White's made it very clear: if you can't put fans in the seats, uh, you. you you know, your time is very short. Aljamain versus Henry Cejudo. It was a good fight, man. I was I was definitely entertained, to say the least. And Aljo won. I don't think it's very debatable. Um it was it was solid performance, both guys. Henry definitely did not look sharp. He did not look like the Henry of old. Um, but definitely looked like a, a great fighter. He still got it in there. I think that him versus Marab would be a great fight. Um, I think that's what they were talking about. So that would be a good idea. Al Jermaine's already called out Sugar Sean. So, um, you know, the only, the, I, my biggest concern, man, I watched the ending of that fight when Sugar Sean, they let him in the cage and he went and started talking to Al Jermaine and it, I just had flash of the Diaz brothers. I forget who they were going against. I think it was that dude from Bully Knockout or whatever it was, man. But Diaz brothers, for those that don't know, you can YouTube that incident in the cage after after a fight, and they ended up, I think it was a Jake Shields fight or something, but they ended up knocking the other dude out, just jumping him straight up in the, in the ring. That almost happened again. Sugar Sean almost got jumped. Um, his coat got stolen by Marab. That was pretty funny. Definitely stole show of the night right there. 
what what a fight. But just that whole card altogether, I thought it was well put together. I thought it showed us everything that there was to offer. Um from an injury to boring fights to trash to amazing fights. So it was just, I, I loved it. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was a very good card. Um, definitely not entertained. Not one I would watch again. I would watch that Diego Lopez fight. Maybe Jessica Andrade. I'd watch those two, but the rest of it was pretty much trash. Um, Aljamain fight. I watched it once. I don't need to watch it, watch it again. Uh, with that being said, Tony Ferguson, my heart goes out to him. Um, not really. It was his choice to get his DUI arrest, and I believe he hit somebody. So my heart goes out to the other people. I hope nobody is severely injured. And uh, damn, man, that, that, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, his father, he got, well, last I saw, he was in jail for shooting somebody twice in their estate. Uh, argument got out of hand, pulled out a gun, and there went that. I think it says it shows a lot of why Masvidal with his little cowardish act that he did on Colby. Um, now, I'm not supporting anything Colby said or whatever, but you do not sucker punch somebody and go about it in that fashion. I think that's a little punkish, and it probably stems from his father looking at this event where you shoot somebody two times. Like, what the hell are you doing, bro? Like, there's an argument, got out of hand, you're going to turn around and shoot somebody. Definitely on some bitch shit. There might be more to it, so I don't want to speak too much, but... Apple don't fall far from the tree. Oh, man. With that being said, with that being said, we got to go to UFC Charlotte, baby. UFC Charlotte was a great card. Um, I thought that it was, it, it, I thought it delivered. Um, Everybody but pretty much Johnny Walker came through on that one. I don't see any, like, major disappointments on that card. Um, There's definitely some people that should not probably be here. There was definitely a very poor performance um it was hard to watch really there were the referees the referees are probably the worst performance of the night now that i think about it because i don't know what what their sports commission or whatever is going on over there dana white said it well they don't have a lot of big events so they're not used to it there's a lot of lights a lot of attention and sometimes you just choke you know what i mean but with that being said Referees, y'all sucked that night, man. Definitely need, you know, some more Herb Dean or something like that. But with that being said, let's get to the first fight there. Was uh, Lisboa defeated Jessica Clark. I've tried to pronounce Lisboa's name, first name in my head. Danara, I guess. Danara Lisboa. That was an ass whooping, boy. That, That was a beautiful performance. It was her debut in the UFC. I thought she did very well. Um, I think Jessica Rose needs to probably be cut. Um, I get it. I get that she's a draw. She's attractive. She probably has a big social media following. She ain't got that heart, man. She ain't got no fighter. Uh, definitely. I watched it. You know what I mean? She's not that. She's not going to be on that level. Um, I don't see it in there. Maybe she's got the Charles Oliveira where she can find some inner strength, but I just didn't see the dog. I, I saw a lack of um, definitely. Got choked out, you know, you're the submission expert, and you got choked out by the stand-up fighter. Um, it says a lot about it, and that that's that's y'all's problem, man. I'm not even going to get into that any further. Just great performance by Lisboa. Brian Battle defeats Gabe Green by KO. Right hand, 14 seconds, round one. What the hell was that? Good? Man, that was a war, man. That was beautiful, man. Let me just give it up for y'all, man. That was dope. That was dope. I mean, 14 seconds of straight war. 
I love how Gabe Green, I'm not sure if there was a weight issue going on where he didn't plan on lasting very long, but he came out guns blazing. Battle definitely was shook at first. You could tell he was a little surprised. He even admitted it in his interview, and man, he came out just boom. That right hand landed, and it was it was night night. It was night night. Gabe Green, great. I mean, I love I love the way you came out. You know what I mean? If I can just give brownie points, you got a couple. But Brian Battle, man, that dude's a dog, man. He he loves to fight. He just enjoys it, man. He's a real fighter. Um. Mandy Baum defeats Jayon Kim by technical decision. That was one of the most horrible fights I've watched possibly ever. UFC event-wise, it's up there for one of the worst fights I've ever seen in a UFC event. How that Mandy Baum won after getting her ass whooped by Kim the entire fight. Um, It went to a decision because of an illegal knee that was definitely... Out of place. I mean, never should have happened. She had a point taken for that. She had a point taken for kicking the girl after the, the round ended when she was on top of her. She went and kicked her halfway across the cage. Um, got a point deducted for that. It was just bad refereeing. It was it was just a horrible fight altogether. You can drop both of them at the same time and the ref, and nobody will even... We'll give you an extra $5 to watch. You know what I mean? It's like just... That was horrible. I'm not even going to waste my time on that. Douglas Silva defeats Cody Strahan, Strayman, um, by unanimous decision. Great fight, guys. Both of them, man, went out there just guns blazing. I thought it was a very solid fight, just two balls of muscle, great quickness, especially great explosion in the beginning from Silva. Definitely tired out towards the end. Stamen was coming on strong. Couldn't put it away. I thought he was, but... Solid fight, guys. Solid fight. And Silva, you're toughing through that fatigue. It would have been easy to fall over, but he stayed with it. So, great fight. Carl Williams defeats Chase Sermon by unanimous decision. Could have given the fight to either person. Um, Sherman's not looking too hot, man. I don't know if this might be his last fight. Carl Williams definitely looked fatigued like he was going downhill, but he kept it up, man. Kept sharp with that jab, and it was it was efficient. Chase Sherman just been on a downhill slump. Sorry, but sorry, brother, but just the entertainment wasn't even there. Um, I thought Carl Williams definitely fatigued a little bit. Chase could have amplified the pressure and probably possibly got him out there, but kept it on cruise, kept going. Not going to put the guy down. Solid performance. Um, I would watch him fight again, but I wouldn't pay for it. You know what I mean? So it's like it's more of a bar fight. You're definitely there all night. So, uh, Shout out to both guys. I got nothing bad to say. Nothing bad to say. Carl Williams, work on your damn cardio. Um, I understand you're a big-ass ball of muscle, but keep working on that cardio. And Chase Sherman, I'm happy for whatever happens to you, man. Um, I'm just happy for you. You know what I mean? You made it out decently healthy, and that was a beast you were going against. Matt Brown, man, let's give a big shout-out. Matt Brown with his knockout over Court McGee. Um, right hand round one, beautiful right hand court McGee, man. My heart goes out to you. I know you've been through a lot of wars. Um, I know your time might be coming to an end with the UFC as well. Um, definitely, you know, I don't want to see you flat on your back anymore. Just knocked out like that. That hard to see Matt Brown. Congratulations on tying the KO record. I believe he tied it. So just huge, huge shout out breaking, you know, tying history right there. I know he said he wants to break it, but I think he got one more to break it. So good luck with that one. He's like 42 years old, still just throwing putazos away. So love to see it. Love to see it. 
Alex Morano um, defeated Tim Means by submission guillotine choke. 209 of the round two. That was a good fight, man. Big shout out both of them, man. That was definitely a good fight. They were definitely going at it. Tim Means had some hands putting them on him. Morano was definitely not scared to exchange. He stood in there even though he didn't look like he was going to be the superior one. But once he got that submission, that guillotine choke sank, it was game over. The way that he sat up into it and readjusted and went back down, that dude knows what he's doing. He's a serious threat on the ground. Watch out for Alex Morono. Wouldn't mind grabbing a couple rookie cards. I was definitely eyeing one today. I didn't grab it, but I could go ahead and regret that later down the line, especially if he starts bulking up and gets a little more uh, striking ability under him and get some knockout power. He could definitely be a big player in the game, especially with his ground skills. Uh, Carlos Umberg defeats uh, Patora, I don't know, by strikes round one. Man, it's hard for me to even remember that fight right now, to be honest. But round one KO, I got to say, it was probably pretty dope. Not going to lie. Um, don't even remember who the hell this guy, that guy is. Black Jag. Oh, man. I don't, I don't remember, man. I don't remember. But I know that's four straight victories and three consecutive first-round triumphs for Umberg. And continues to impress. Uh, guess he's impressing, man. It could, could be that impressive. I don't even remember, man. I feel bad, but... The names don't ring a bell, and maybe I walked out of the room for that one. We're just going to go with that one. Maybe I walked out. It was a quick one. You know what I mean? 209. Maybe I just walked out of the room. But Ian Machado Gary defeats Daniel Rodriguez by KO, man. I did not see that coming. Maybe Ian Gary is what he says he is. Let me just give him the great performance, man. Big shout out. That was amazing. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez, the L.A. cat, he's definitely pretty local to where I'm at. Always has a heart of a fight, fight, you know, heart of a warrior, um, heart of a lion, you know what I mean? Heart of a fighter, whatever you want to say it, man. That dude's always down first knockout loss that he has suffered. And it was Ian Gary with a beautiful performance, masterful performance, was putting it on him, hit him with those body kicks, put it to the head, head kick, he's down, boom, finish it with some strikes. That was beautiful, well done. Set up the show perfectly for Johnny Walker to follow against Anthony Smith, and he fumbled the bag. Now, he did win. We did win, so we'll give him that. Good win by Johnny Walker. Definitely wish I would have saw more dog in him where he wanted to get that fight over with. He definitely could have retired to Anthony Smith, but he chose not to. Let him survive. Unanimous decision. Anthony Smith did not have... That spark, I definitely think he wanted to retire. He could have retired. He probably will retire. Nobody wants to watch him fight again unless he gets like a decent older matchup. I mean, shit, for all I care, you can put him, you can lose the record. You put him out there against Matt Brown for all I care. Probably different weight class. But either way, man, it was beautiful performance um, by Johnny Walker when it came to the stand-up game. He definitely didn't put himself in harm's way. Um, He kept you know, on alert. He didn't even jump into the fire. He just stayed back, kept using his fire extinguisher, just hit, 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 hit. I mean, it, it was it was a beautiful performance, so I'm not mad at him. I do wish he would have turned it on those last three minutes and finished the fight, which he could have. Um, I think Dana White felt the same way, but he chose to let Anthony Smith walk away from this one. He should have been on his back. Jalinto <sighs> Almeida defeats... Uh, Rosenstruck. I ain't even going to try with your first name. But submission, rear naked choke, round one, complete domination. 
Almeida might be the truth, folks. I'm not going to lie. Just his wrestling style, way completely different than uh, some of the ones that I had discussed earlier in this episode that I'm not even going to get back to. But definitely a lot of excitement. Definitely going for the finish. Um, I he, he doesn't mind smashing either. He didn't never gave Rosenstruck even a, a chance, really. He just completely picked them. Uh, the commentators actually did a decent job on that one, saying it was reminding me of James Tony versus Randy Couture. Um Definitely had no interest in standing up with him. Took him to the ground. Complete domination. And speaking of the commentary, that was ass full. Oh, that's the end of that one. So Almeida, there goes your clap out. You know what I mean? I'm super excited to see where you do in that division. You can definitely be there for a long time. And he's going to be a menace going forward. Definitely might be a rookie card worth investing in because he can definitely be a future champ. With that being said, Man, that commentary was ass, man. It was so bad. I mean, it was horrible. I can't be the only one. We got to give Mr. Cormier and whoever the hell else was there. I think Dominic Cruz and maybe it was uh, John Anik, actually. <laughs> the moment when Cormier is talking about, we just caught eyes, and that was weird. That was weird. I mean, we just caught eyes with the fighter, and they, that was the, the girl that sucked. I don't know if it was Sham or whatever her name was, but she sucked. Um... That performance was awful, and the commentary matched it. I mean, it was horrible. Now, now, before I go, I'm not disrespecting the fighters. As fighters, these were, these were great fighters. Um, definitely Dominic Cruz, Daniel Cormier, great fighters. Wasn't a fan of their post-fights, press conferences. Wasn't a fan of them outside of the ring. As fighters, nothing but respect for them. Commentary, entertainers, I, I, don't, got, I don't buy it. You know what I mean? I woke I grew up with... Jerry the King Lawler. You know what I mean? I grew up with pride fighting. Um, even Joe Rogan, where they just have that energy. You know what I mean? It's that energy that makes it all go. And those guys, they're just fighters. I, I understand trying to get the knowledge from them because they're fighters. They know the positions. They over there bicker back and forth. They got so much ego. They can't get over each other. Um, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of Cormier. Definitely not a fan of Bisping. Not a fan of Dominic Cruz very much um, as a commentator, as a fighter. Man, I actually really enjoyed him, even his posting, post-fight press conferences, all that shit. But commentary, not really fans, folks. Not fans. But that event was horrible. Um, take nothing away from John Anik. He just pretty much says the same thing over and over. But I do enjoy John Anik as a rule. Um, I do think he does pretty good, especially... You team up with Joe Rogan. I think that they definitely have some good energy. They they feed off each other. But, yeah, folks, this commentary, we, we got to work on something, man. We got to work on something. You got to have these UFC fight night events or the ultimate fighter, all these whole things. You got to be having commentary competitions where you're just giving people a chance to commentate because we need some energy, man. I miss it. I miss those pride events where they're just, wow, they're just screaming. I mean, they're just going. These, these ones, Daniel Cormier, it's not cutting it, folks. Michael Bisping, not cutting it, folks. I mean, it's just, sorry, not for me, my personal opinion. I don't mind. Actually, that's what I should do is voiceover so I can throw Dana White something and just show him what I feel. I don't even know if I can do better, but I'm willing to try at that point. Um, I think it's definitely an art. Definitely certain people have it. Most people don't. I don't think the fact that you're a fighter means that you're going to be a good commentator. I think the opposite, probably your ego and your uh, – Pride is probably going to get in the way. We just want the commentary. We just want to know how it is, not how you feel about the damn thing, because we know you feel some type of way. With that being said, I'm going to wrap this up as my UFC episode, even though I have been investing, man, totally investing. I got this uh, 
I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Raphael Fazi, or was it something like that? I got number two of 25, just arrived in the mail today. Beautiful card with the autograph. Uh, I only bought it because of his autograph. It looks nothing like what we think of in English. This shit's all over the place. Looks like Paya, P-A-Y-A with a backwards E-R, uh, cursive R with a six. It looks fucking weird. I'll put it on the Instagram, uh, on the Twitter, so y'all can see that. Um, definitely weird little signature, but that's why I bought it. Definitely been buying a lot of cards. Um, I got a Jack Della Maddalena rookie card over there. I got a couple rookie cards I've been definitely jumping on. Um, I post a couple of them up on social media as well. Going to jump out of here. Super excited to see what events are coming up, but I will touch bases with you before the next event so we can go over that one. You know what I'm saying? Love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I got to go eat dinner. Got the fan man waiting for me. Love y'all. Just wanted to touch bases, and I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one. One.